How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Easy Peasy Podcast, where we discuss living better through permaculture, mindfulness, decentralization, freedom, flow, agorism, anarchy, and more. We'll discuss how to solve life's complex problems with simple solutions. This is Mike the Polymath coming from the Easy Peasy Workshop in Indianapolis, Indiana, the crossroads of America. Thanks for joining me. Alex Jones was right. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> I wish he was wrong. <laughs> I just went ahead and hit the recorder, man. We'll just see what we capture, right? Okay. <laughs> but I figure there's a little bar about three or four miles from here. Um, I can't drink because I, I might get an order today. Yeah. Well, but I mean, do you mind? Yeah. I don't mind I at mean, all. Yeah. yeah. I just figure that'll be cozier or whatever. Yeah. I don't want to well, hang out at McDonald's. <laughs> it's definitely cozier than... Yeah. Than... Uh, truck stop which i'm at all the time so uh, they're not bad so you gotta home you just, you're just like waiting uh right so out? i i retrieved this truck uh i told you how my job works right where i mean like sorta. i recover I, so uh I did, so whenever there's a truck that um okay i got my keys when there's a truck that uh is um abandoned for whatever reason uh i go and uh and pick it up to go get it, huh? And that, I was ha- like, that happens a lot. When it, uh, yeah, happens all the time. So uh, there's there's probably like 40 of us in the department. So there's you know, we just the way the company works is they have a training kind of situation that puts a pretty fat loan on people. Well, mm. you don't. You don't see it, you know, because, like, uh, the, the company pays for it so long as you work there for a year, right? And then um, these guys haven't got an I- any idea of what they're doing. So what they do is, is you know, they're like, well, shit, I can go drive for, uh, for Stevens or something like that. And they'll give me this much per mile. And then they go do that. And then they got that loan on them and they have to pay it. So really, like your first year, it looks like your pay sucks, but it's because you're paying a loan. Yeah. So you know, like, oh, we get way worse uh, CPM. Then after that loan's paid, your CPM goes up. <laughs> What's CPM? Cents per mile. Oh, I see. Okay. So they're abandoning these trucks because they're oh, they, not they paying their loans. It. They usually, it, it's usually has something to do with not getting paid enough, being you know having friction with DMs or whatever. It's it's the same difference, really though because like they the way the way it works out is those companies are kind of pay the difference between the loan anyway it's just that now they're seeing a bill every month mm. <laughs> uh what's cool though is once you pay that loan off your credit goes up quite a bit so 
So um, you fly out, pick up the truck, and drive it to where? Just wherever it needs to go? Like uh, We have terminals in, uh, in Salt Lake and Laredo. And there's one in uh, California, in Southern California by Riverside. So you got and a haul ahead of you. Yeah, I'm either going to Salt Lake or Laredo. I I, uh, I rarely have to take one to, to California. So are you California wait, is. Are uh, you waiting to pick up a load? Uh, yeah, I'm waiting for my DM to assign me. I Because I, they don't so want to drive across yeah. the country and not deliver something, right? Yeah, okay. exactly. I see. Exactly. Because, I, I mean, I'm already driving across the country because i got to get it there. So right, right, right. you might as well put me on a load. Plus, I get paid better, you know, because if I have a, if I have an assignment, I'm getting the, the rate for loaded versus the rate for empty. That's not too far off. Uh I, I think maybe I get two or three cents more when I'm loaded, but um, but it's also it, it's so much more efficient. You know? And then uh, let's see. So I I get to the truck uh, and make sure everything works and send pictures. I get paid to clean it. I get paid to travel. I get paid for days I have to wait. Like. I, I don't think I'm going to get an assignment today. I might because my, my DM's actually there. But uh, uh, I'll probably get paid a layover day for today and just be able to hang out. Sure. And hang out at the truck stop. But if, you know, worst case scenario, boss tells me I have something I have to pick up, I'll have to go back. But other than that, I'm pretty much free all day. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm stoked you hit me up, man. For real. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That was funny. I was like... I was like, oh, well, I know somebody in Indiana, and I'm glad that it was uh, Mooresville because it could have been, you know, a different it's truck weird, stop. Man, I'm in major vibration. Yeah, you are. You might have. A, I might have a flat, yeah. which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I lived there for a year working in the park. Uh, I haven't actually been to Capitol Reef, but I've, I've been by there, you know, like on the freeways near there, where uh-huh. it's like, turn down this road. And I'm like, oh, I want to. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, Utah is beautiful. It's, it's probably the most beautiful state because there's so much, uh, so much going on, like different colors and everything like that. And I get to go there a lot. My favorite drive is when I get an assignment either from one, uh, Salt Lake to Laredo or Laredo to Salt Lake, because sometimes you'll end up getting something that's one terminal to another. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for instance, I turned something in in Salt Lake, and then he's like, hey, I need you to take this new truck to Laredo or something like that. I get to drive through Moab and Table Mesa. and That's then, a beautiful area, yeah. And there's, there's a gap where it's kind of desert ugly, you know. I mean, desert's pretty in its own way, but you get sick of it really easily. And then uh, once once that's, you're through all that, then you get to go to some of the nicest parts of Texas, which uh, a lot of people haven't even seen it, but uh, over by Del Rio, the, there's a place called Amistad Re- Reservoir. Okay. Gorgeous. Jazz. Some... It's like right at the border, right by uh, the city of Del Rio. It's beautiful. Um, and then, uh, and then you 
parallel the Rio Grande all the way down to uh, all the way down to Laredo. So it's, it's my favorite drive. I love when I get that assignment. Well, it's and, making it's making me think of the song King of the Road, right? Uh, yeah. Doesn't he say something about I know every what every stop every on out in every town? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what, like every. Well, I've rambled like before. I was a truck driver. I uh, so I did pedicab for years. Okay. Was a bike with a. Uh, a couch on the back yeah yeah yeah, like a rickshaw yeah 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 uh bike taxi basically and uh i did that for like 12 years um and traveled with it so i would i would find some place that's not texas to be in the summertime uh-huh. and uh not being in just avoiding texas summers makes you like texas a lot more <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty hot down there at Childerberg, that's for damn sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That wasn't even bad. We we ended up with a good weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At least there was a breeze. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think anybody got sunburned too bad. Um, no, I mean, a little bit of shade. Yeah. It goes a long way. It does. The the stickers were worse than the heat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's easy everywhere. They were getting I, my dog, that's I for got sure, my, yeah. Yeah. I got into... Uh, oh, I, I was stupid and, and decided to try to walk to the porta potty without shoes thinking that, that there weren't as many or if they were like real abundant in patches they were just everywhere on everything you couldn't sit in the grass yeah yeah <laughs> well I think but, this is us here oh, cool yeah so uh yeah one uh let's see Friday night I went and met up with uh with a couple of guys one of the guys was at Childerberg yeah a couple of the guys from uh Pete Quinones's podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, then uh, and so that was cool. Um, that I, I think that that's the thing is that I can just meet people all over the place. <laughs> I probably locked that because it's got. I was gonna hit it, but thank I was, you. I yep, you're good. It. Well, believe it or. Believe it or not, this thing has power locks, power windows, but it oh, was it was it, early for it. It was the year that they started it. Maybe so, yeah. <laughs> that was what the nineties. Yeah. That is a ninety right there. Yeah. yeah. I say I I always like nineteen ninety. I always liked older women. <laughs> She's ninety. I'm a ninety three. I, I got an eighty nine van. Do you? I freaking love it. Yeah. yeah. I, this dude keeps posting pictures of his van that's even older, and I'm like, man, you're making me want to fix my van. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. It's not even that broken, but it has some issues. Howdy. How about up here? Good? Yeah. That might be my go Text me. I've never been here. I thought I knew every little dive bar in the area, but not quite. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know anything. I've never been here. I, I've, I've been to Indianapolis a couple times. Yeah. Never really spent time or gone out. So. Well, I'd imagine you almost couldn't avoid it if you wanted to as a truck driver. It's where 40, 70, 65, 69, all of it. That's yeah. why, you know, I'd make a big point of calling it the Crossroads of America. It is. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, like, that's, that's one of the... There's there's a few states that are like it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, with with 70 and 80 mm-hmm. and uh, what you have a uh, 65, 69, yep. 40. Yep. 40 rolls through here too. And like the old the old highways, you know, Highway 50. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a 40? There's an I-40? 
Yeah. Interstate okay, 40, so it's yeah. 50 and 60 that are skipped. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought sense. it was 40 and 50 that were skipped. If yeah, I'm not, yeah, if I'm not you're mistaken, right. 40 goes kind of further south, right? So okay. that takes you down to like you're right. Amarillo, yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think, right? Uh, Amarillo is, I thought that was 30. Um, well, so it's 20 comes up from like uh, I-10. It, it just merges into I-10. And so it starts there in Texas, like right around Midland or yeah, so. Yeah. All right, you go through Midland to get on it. Um, it just splits off and then Hello, Hey, Hello. how are you? Do you guys want breakfast or no? Uh, that's a tough one. Yeah. How about both? We'll yeah. take a look, yeah. And today's special is a steak wrap. Okay. Or steak nacho. Cool. My name is Lori. Welcome. Lori. Lori. Mike. I'll, I'm Mike. This is Andy. Andy. Lloyd and Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were, you were about to ask, but no, I guess not. Uh, just a Miller Lite for me. Okay, your ID on your Yes. Yep. We gotta call everybody. So then you act like you're young. Uh, yeah, I'm 42. Oh, I got a baby face. It's all good. <laughs> See, I need to get one of these stars. So I got mine yet. Mm-hmm. So you can't go in the government building or fly. Without that <laughs> smart ID, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, who wants to go in a government building anyhow? (laughs) Maybe that's a good thing. (laughs) But I have to because I was divorced like 15 years ago. Yeah. So I don't know where my divorce papers are, so I have to go there to get it. Right. Because men don't have to worry about it. They don't have to change their name. Right. Oh, yeah, the name change thing. Yeah. Yeah. One of my friends has has got her married name, but she doesn't go by it. So, yeah. 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 Uh, Water and orange juice. Draft would be good. Yep. Yep, yep, I might get called into work, so. Gotta be good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I went camping last night. Had a, or actually, I guess it was two nights ago. Uh-huh. Uh, but me and a buddy took a couple mushrooms, recorded about six hours of content. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, but it's all good, man. Like, I keep coming up with these two-parters. You're like, how do I, I cut this down? <laughs> I, I want to I trim it a bit, trim the fat off it, but I, I bet you it'll be a, at least one long episode, if not another two-parter. Yeah, but I went to Childer, or I, well, obviously I went to Childerberg. Then, uh, oh yeah, Self Reliance um, Fest. I think I saw that. you there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. The Self Reliance Fest in Tennessee was a sick time too. Oh yeah, a little more practical, a little less psychedelic. That's you know, but the same same crowd. You know, I got uh, let's see, the next weekend I got to go to uh, Ron Paul did a conference in Houston. Yeah, and uh, and I was there, so uh, I got tickets last minute and. And went and saw this guy speak. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Yeah. So who else was there? Um, Pete was there. So I talked to Pete and uh, let's see, Andrew was there. Um, Ryan Dawson was there. Uh, he's he's rarely ever in America. He's in you know he's always. Not, I don't think I know that name actually. Um, he's like pretty deep, deep well conspiracy stuff that okay. you know like he's he's banned on like almost everything. He's, yeah, he's one of the most banned. He, because he criticizes a, a certain uh, country that that is protected very very well, so you know, and and he's it's not hateful at all. It's just hey, they did this, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and people need to know about it. You can't even know about it. Talking about the big U? No, no, no. Okay. No. Something else. No, the uh, the I. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, you can't say anything about that one. 
Really? That's, yeah. That's, oh, a, yeah. that's a, what do you call it, a third rail. You don't touch that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that. Well, actually, I'm glad you said it because on this recording I got with my buddy the other night, he brought him up. Oh, yeah? I might, have to, I might just, I, you know, I, I want to well, be careful with, like... It depends on what was said, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, selective bleeping, man. That yeah. might be all it takes to stay out of the freaking, you know, shit can. I don't want to get censored, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but, I, uh, but I ain't going to overly censor myself. Right. You know, I just got to be smart. I kind of play... I don't like the back <laughs> Grab a real stool. Yeah. yeah. It, it sort of pushes you to where you're like it feels like you're sitting on the edge, you know. I'm with you. It slides. Yeah. <laughs> Holy, what's going on here? She <laughs> <laughs> said breakfast. I don't see any. Yeah, I haven't even looked really. Um, just drinks on here. Yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, it's breakfast drinks. Oh, that's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I am hungry though. I doubt it. Oh yeah, I, I, I can't make up my mind. It is yeah, it is so you're not serving yeah. breakfast food, are you? Oh, I saw. Oh, really? Okay, is that on? Oh, it's it's that's it's, all drinks. Oh. oh, it is. Yeah, that's yeah. These are drinks. Breakfast drinks. drinks. <laughs> <laughs> the right ones out. Yeah. <laughs> Golly, that's a big beer. <laughs> I like that they serve it in a in a mason jar. Yeah, that's a quart, right? Yeah, that's a full quart. Are you on the road just constantly? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, from the beginning of Childerberg, uh, I was in Texas for about 10 days. Okay. Um, I had a family situation. My, my grandmother passed away, so. Sorry you know, to hear it, yeah. Um, so I stayed for the funeral. That was on the 6th. Mm-hmm. And so the Ron Paul thing was on the 4th. I so decided couple, I was there, so. To recover in between. I was there. already there, so I got to go. That's cool. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then, let's see, who... Who else was at that thing? Um, a lot of good speakers. Uh, it was just cool, uh, it, you know, because the whole time at Childerberg, I didn't see Pete very much. I saw him like maybe once. You know, it's, it's funny. I really haven't listened to his show like ever. Um, I've, I've heard him interviewed on other people's shows though. Yeah. But everybody's talking about, oh, Pete's here, Pete's here. I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't know enough about the guy to care, you know? <laughs> yeah. But it, it was also a cool thing at, at Childerberg was hanging out with uh, with Bird a little bit. And yeah. Yeah. So and he's did, he's kind of a known character. Yeah, he's Timeline Earth. Yeah, right, right. I hung out with Carr quite a bit. Um, okay, I, I don't even think I met Carr. So. Yeah, I wanted to meet Buck, but I didn't. Um, didn't yeah, I get saw the Buck. Chance. Yeah. Talked to him for a minute. Matt yeah. was with him, and that was cool too. Cause, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Pete and Matt had an episode that kind of just like shook up everybody in the, the libertarian group. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just recently? Uh, it's about a year ago. This would be the breakfast menu. Awesome. Right Thank on. You. Thank you very much. Thank you much. I always have a hard time turning down biscuits and gravy. You know what? Yeah, me too. <laughs> 
And the price is right, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Six bucks for a full order. Yeah. A couple eggs on top. Call that's, it a, yeah, see, that, that's, yeah. that's what... Uh, that's, that's the way to do it. Go with. I hope they got Tabasco sauce someplace, because that's... I'll, I'll deal with the Franks, but... Oh, okay. What is this? Heinz 57 sauce. Yeah. Never even tried that. If it's a good steak, you don't need it. Yeah. I thought about That's getting it. That's why it was invented. Uh, well, it's white ketchup was invented. Um, for a bad steak. It was for uh, um, rancid meat, I guess. Because, really? Uh, you know, like, it was a time where, you know, if you wanted to cool something, it was it was in an ice box. Like, yeah. you would have to sometimes even import an ice block from a place mm -hmm. in order to have it refrigerated. So things would, things, you'd store it in uh you know, cool, dark place kind of thing, and, and as cool as you could possibly make it or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it would go rancid. And, um, and I mean, it's hard to come by. You have to yeah. eat it, hey, you know? A dog has a strong constitution. He'll, oh, yeah. will eat all kinds of rotten meat. Yeah. You know, we just probably lost the, the gut flora to uh -huh. handle it, you know? It's not the most appealing thing, but if you're hungry enough, it's better than fucking nothing. Still calories, right? <laughs> yeah. Just don't taste too good. <laughs> but I, I almost cooked up some sausages that I was like questioning, you know, like I had them thought out for a while. Yeah. But it's almost like I'm not that hungry. If you yet. cook it hard enough, you can you can just deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is funny, man, because I do remember specifically telling you when I found out you were a truck driver, I'm like, yeah, you did. I'm yeah. Hit me up when you come and through that, Indy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad that worked out. No doubt. The timing was great. On a Sunday, I ain't got nothing else better cool. going on. So there ain't much else better to begin with, you know? Perfect. <laughs> but it's been, a, it's been a wild month, man, between the two festivals. And I've been pumping out the content lately. That's I'm, I'm finally getting some, like, positivity back, you know, some oh, good. good feedback. You know, I got a whole lot of nothing from a lot of people for a long time, and getting hooked. I up. think that's how it works. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I think there's, people, are, people are starting. The market to... is super saturated. There's true. Everybody has something to say right now, and it it's kind of you know, uh, it's an interesting time. But you also have a niche. Yeah. Right. And that that's really cool because being being in a niche because there's not there really is not enough people. Uh, preaching solutions out there mm -hmm. um, a lot of people are talking about arming up and yeah all that but yeah it only gets you so far um, yeah the guy I was hanging out with the other night was he's pretty hardcore oh yeah gun guy and yeah. uh, actually I, I just I almost don't want to admit it I might delete this out or whatever but I, I bought my first AR he, you know, oh cool he, he built me a rifle and I I'm so, not afraid to say it yeah but, well partly um, the only reason I wouldn't because it's like I don't want I don't want them to know what I got, you know. Right. I think I'm ready. I'm gonna do the full order of biscuits and gravy with a couple of fried eggs on top. Over medium. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna do a half order of biscuits and gravy and uh and a cheese omelet. Yep. Just cheese omelet. And you don't have any Tabasco, do you? If you have it, no sweat. If you don't, I got like the buffalo sauce I like with eggs and Tabasco. Yeah, but but I can deal with the Franks if I need to. Thank you. Thanks. But yeah. So I'm I'm 
it's like a weight off my shoulders. I've been wanting one for so long. Yeah, what kind did you get? It's uh, honestly, I couldn't tell you like the make necessarily. Um, he could tell you everything. About oh, okay. It. Uh, it's a, so he built it. He built it. Yeah, okay. It's, it's got like a really nice bolt carrier group, uh, nickel plated or some shit. Oh, okay. And, uh, you got a pick? A pick? Yeah, like a picture of it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I just assume like if it's gun, I, like it's like a gun terminology. Thing, right. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's so it's a ten and a half. Uh, the barrel length. Shorty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's short. Compared to, uh, like, mine's a 16. So, mine's the one on top. His is the one on bottom. Oh, yeah. Pretty simple. Kind of yeah. just flip up sights, iron sights. It's about so. like mine. Yeah. Uh, and my, I, I have um, a fancy, I, I think I might have showed you this before, but uh, that's my little collection there. Hell yeah. So, that it's a Daniel Defense um, V4 M7. Mm-hmm. Uh, or M4 V7, yeah. Was that just like carry pistol? Three or four power scope or something? Or what scope is that? That is a uh, primary arms one to three, yeah. Um, so you're not an AK guy or an AR guy. You're I'm both. I'm an AK guy. Are you? Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, my initials. He was. Are AK. He was talking. He, <laughs> yeah, okay. he was talking a little bit of smack on AK guys just because. Really? Just because of the price of ammo, basically. Uh, oh yeah, the ammo has gone up quite a bit. But I mean, if I if I'm in a uh, like if I if I have my go to, uh, I love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's. I was tempted to go that route. A buddy it, of mine, it is a lot heavier. Um, so if you're, so for your AR, like I kind of think of you know if I have to go out and I have to run with it, I have to do anything with it. It's lighter. I would rather have that. Yeah. If I'm like fortifying something and and like really defending something, defending I, at I, home I, or you know, whatever, yeah. I I think that that the AK would be better for that. More stopping it's, power. It's, it's heavier, heavier and it, yeah, the the round the round's not that much bigger, but it, it will mess things up it's a lot more. Wallets. Yeah, it packs a wallet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so my my AR does both 556 and 223. Most of them, most do. Uh, there's some that are 223 specific, and you can't put 556. I thought it was 776 or some shit. No, no, the, the AR. Oh, uh, you're talking your AR. The yeah, AK yeah. is 762 by 762. 762, right, yeah. right, right. Um, but, uh, yeah, the... Uh, there's some that won't take 556, but 556 seems to be a little hotter and, and yeah. it's more it's the NATO round. I'm pretty sure I'm, is I'm pretty sure we were shooting 556 yeah. through mine yeah. last night. Um, like I said, I don't know a whole lot about it. like I don't know how to. I, the I difference might, is pressure. I um, might spend the rest of the day like actually learning this this weapon though, like opening it up, looking at it. Oh like, yeah, you know, figuring it out. Um, yeah, take it apart. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I don't so believe so many in, tutorials on YouTube, YouTube and stuff. Yep, it, yep. And, and before you know, you're banned from YouTube for being a white supremacist. Right, you know, right, right. Better watch them now and yeah. learn while you can. Yeah, that 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 fountain of information could be cut <laughs> off from people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that's the modern day library, basically, at this point. Yeah, and, uh, uh, that's Corbett did a really good episode on that called yeah. uh, Library Exa- uh, of Alexandria is on Fire. Basically, we're in a time where we have access to an infinite, incredible infinite amount knowledge. of information, more than anybody in human history has, right. and they're doing everything they can to destroy it yeah, yeah, and yeah. to keep... Well, to curate it, to, to yeah. gatekeep it, to, yeah. uh, to show what they want us to see mm-hmm. instead of what we want to see. Um, yeah, man. Just just even just searching for stuff, you can tell there's like they're they're 
just switching from Google to what DuckDuckGo or something else, yeah. like you get way better results. You can tell that Google's just totally. I'm using Brave now. Brave, the Brave browser. Yeah, yeah. they they seem to be interested in in staying. Um, oh wow, you're a you're a lifesaver there. You know, when I'm just a hair hungover, like. Tabasco sets me straight. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> vinegariness. I, I need that vinegar. Yeah. Yesterday, when we had the celebration of life, mm-hmm. I think I almost died. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. I, that was me two nights ago, out in the woods. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I went camping. I didn't even sleep though. I just, I just stayed up, watched the sunrise. I don't know if you can count that as camping or just straight up partying in the woods. You know. Sounds like a party. I got to the airport at four in the morning. Um, so I, I recover trucks for a, a big trucking company. Um, we met a couple weeks ago at, at a festival kind of thing, and um, Freedom Festival. We'll call yeah. It. yeah, yeah, that kind. And of thing. so he was like, "If you're ever rolling through Indiana, and then the, my orders turned up here, so I, I give him a call." Is that I, about, yeah, the yeah. Uh, no, no, I was on an airplane all night. I, yeah, I spent yesterday in Phoenix. I, I had seven hour layover in Phoenix, but I, I made the most of it. Yeah. I going to say, you got to be good at killing time to do what you do. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. I'm from Indianapolis, Yeah, yeah I, I, I burned a lot of cash going to Texas and back. Where, I'm not. You know, where I met him. Uh, I'm not paying yeah, for it. Drove? Yeah, and it cost me almost $1,000. Just in, in gas. Yeah, yeah. When I fill the truck, it's about 700 bucks or more every time. Yeah. It's not on me though, so <laughs> it's not on say, me. You put that on the company card. Yeah, that goes yeah. on the company card. Oh, thank God. Yeah. That's yeah. Right well, see, my gas went on the company card too, but the problem is, it's my company. So. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when when did you want to go on with uh, Makoa? And so you're gonna do like stream? a live stream, huh? Yeah. Anytime. I mean, we can okay. we can do it both ways. Uh, if it's helpful, we can sit on the same side of the yeah, table or something. Yeah, probably get some more quiet. I got a TV running in the background. Yeah. Uh, so we could go to my truck. Whenever. Or we could grab yeah. one of these picnic tables right here. You think it'll be quiet enough out there? I think so. Okay. Yeah. There's let's not a lot of traffic on this road or anything. Let's say we'll we'll do it after we eat. Okay. Cool. Um, I was gonna ask though, like, what's up with the DEF shortage and all that? Is that a real thing? It, it is and it isn't. Um, okay, so they make DEF out of hog piss. Yeah, right. And uh, and we're getting it from China. We have hogs in America. Right. Uh, I guess we're not doing it here. Um, so one thing. I mean, I've heard it yeah. described as. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I've heard it described as a scam. It is. Just to get it, just yeah. to get rid of a waste product, right? So the solution will be or should be to. Go into the to the trucks using a uh, one of those little computer keypads and, and just saying we're not using the dev system. Turn it off. Turn it you off. Know? I've heard and, that all these all, trucks they will they will not run, but they can run. They will. They you will. Just they just have a. It, it's yeah. it's a yeah. It's the computer, and I can't access the computer, but the shop tech has to access the computer with one of those things you just like plug it in and, mm-hmm. and tell it yeah, we're not using the dev system because it does not affect performance yeah. whatsoever not at all they claim it's just it helps an, with emissions but it's just really an environmental knows? thing yeah. yeah and the thing is do you think the pete Buttigieg is going to say that that uh whenever there's an environmental thing to take it off 
that, that's not where we're going. We're not heading toward getting rid of environmental regulations, or else gas would be fine right now. Yeah. We wouldn't we wouldn't have any issues with gas. We make way more gas than this. This whole situation's manufactured. Um, yeah. We also bought surplus oil from Russia, uh, like about two years ago. We bought a whole bunch of it to, to store up. So um, whenever um, whenever they're saying that we're we're getting stuff from them, we're not. We're getting three percent, and we're exporting more than we're getting from them. Just cut off exports, you know. Keep it. Keep and, it here. And yes. Yeah, keep it here. No, they they want you. They the agenda is to de-incentivize people to drive. They don't, they want people driving less. I think they just want us to be less productive and more dependent, period, and, end and of story. And also yeah. plays into uh, the food prices going up. Oh, yeah. That, that's, uh, the cost of shipping goes up, the cost of everything goes up. Right. That's, that's just how that goes. Well, I've heard, like, tell of trucks, like, that are, that are basically, like, not running. So what's your, what's your, what's your show? We just kind of go through uh, news, and uh, what's it called? I mean, oh, it's called Burn Babylon Burn, and it can be found on YouTube or it can't be. It it's it's on YouTube, but it's not under the name. How are they? <laughs> yeah, uh, fifty-three. Nice. Yeah, they're, here's a little sample. What? Like like, it's really funny for me. I just have to say this, and I'm sorry I look like some weird ghost on this thing, but how? How are we at a point where mainstream media people are ignoring stuff like this? Well, no, 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 no. Let me let me restate it. Dave Rubin came out last week and based and by mainstream I mean like the new alt stream is what I mean by mainstream. Oh, okay, that mainstream. These (laughs) these newer people are basically going. I swear they're trying He's to like a layer the under the mainstream point. and I'm There's, like oh, yeah, under there. So, so it's really yeah, fun. We they're have they're a, trying a, to burn it to the ground. They're trying to destroy this is, everything. This is who you're talking to? This is Michael. the Great Reset. That's that's what it's about. It's about destroying everything from before and then you will eat Z-Bugs. You know, Klaus wants you to eat Z-Bugs. So Z-Bugs. he's burning down egg factories or having people burn them down for him. And Bill Gates is owning all the farmland and these food issues are only gonna get worse. Yeah. Oh, we're hungry. Hey, that's cool. Man. That's cool. I, I can dig the. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's usually what we start with. All right. Oh, Some both tots. Of them came with love it. Yeah, love it. Oh, cool. I'll eat, I'll eat some tots. Can I put your eggs on top, okay? Love it. You got your Tabasco. I did. And you're a happy man. I'm a happy camper. Thank I'll be back to check on you guys, okay? All right, for sure. Thank you. I probably didn't need the full order. Looking at it, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> hey, but you're hungry. I'm a hungry. I'm a hungry guy. Yeah. That's right. So you said Kionis, Pete, or no, yes. no, yeah. What? What about him? Who's on? Or who's oh. on your show? He's. That's a different show, but. Mm-hmm. Buttigieg. You say no. No, well, that's no. I'm like, He's the transportation sector, right? That's secretary. Right, that's right. No. He used to be a mayor here. Well, whatever name you said, I feel like I recognize In uh, South Bend, I think or something. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. 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 He was the South Bend mayor. The gay mayor. Yeah. Yep. The gayer. The gayer. <laughs> yeah. Which, hey, you know, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. Okay. He's, but he's pretty hardcore, like, progressive, right? Yeah. Somebody to keep your eyes on. Mm hmm. 
Oh no, he's side in. He's a globalist. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm pretty sure he's uh, one of the young global leaders that yeah. Klaus fostered up. What'd you and call it? Klaus? Klaus? What now? Boss? Fostered. Oh, Klaus fostered. Gotcha. Okay. And he's a stepson of the. Of his the fingerprints WWE. are on everyone. Yeah. That's the thing, and that that's why we should definitely be paying attention to that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, people were talking about him possibly running for uh, for president. Something. Yeah. Oh, he's in the. He was in the primaries. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened? If you remember, um, there was a moment um, where they everybody just dropped out mm-hmm. to keep Bernie out. Yeah, that that, that all the, that all uh, felt like a big like. Agenda there. Yeah, head fake. Like, you know, that was like a trick play, right? Like, mm-hmm. the fucking Democratic Party just pulled a fast one over on, like, on Bernie and, mm-hmm. and all his supporters. Because, what, they're just a little too extreme or whatever, right? Not that I agree with his agenda by any means, but right. like, I liked that he talked about we need to reform, like, the can- campaign finance rules and we need to, you know, address corruption and stuff. Like, hey, man. War. Yeah, and the war. It's like, I, you know, there were a lot of things he said that I fully agree with. He said it, but he didn't mean it. Because he voted for all these wars. Really? Yeah. Ron Paul's the only one. Yeah. That that was ever consistent, right? We're going to talk about this on the show in a little bit, but Uh there was a a Republican convention in in Texas yesterday. And um, what's happening now is um, Alex Stein and others are yelling at these senators that are that are tell you one thing to your face but do something different. Yeah. They're yelling at them now. And that that is like a that's a great thing. That's where we need to go. How how far would you say we should go? <laughs> right? You know what I'm getting at. When does the tarring and feathering start? Right. What is uh uh no agenda say uh, all the people that locked us down? Shave them and march them naked through yep, the town. Yep. Shame, yeah. you know, sh- saying shame, shame. Like it's like a Game of, Thro- uh, Game of Thrones reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So you listen to No Agenda? That's that's uh, where I, I get most of my news from. Good. To be yeah. frank. Yeah. Then you're very well in touch with what's what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because well, I've that, been going to the meetups. Is, uh, is you know it's immediate deconstruction. So. Right. I've been I've been uh, proselytizing them or whatever the word is, evangelizing them, telling other people, hey, if you want to get your news from somewhere, I've been out there hitting people in the mouth. Yeah, hitting hitting them in the mouth, right? And I've been going to the meetups here in Indy. Uh, oh yeah, we got like twenty. I've gone to two. We, I, I'm I'm really love those. Man, it's a good time with good people, and like, oftentimes we're not even really talking about like the globalists and this and that. Mm-hmm. We're just hanging out, having fun, you know. Like we went and did bowling. You ever heard of bowling? Mm. Bowling with footballs. Oh, it's pretty fucking fun, actually. That does something, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so one of the guys here in Indy, that's you know, he's one of the main guys in the No Agenda circle, and he like organizes a lot of these meetups. Um, he invented what's called the bottoms up beer filler or whatever. You may have seen this. It's in like a you know. Maybe, I heard of it. Maybe a hundred. There's like heard of it on No Agenda. Maybe so. Yeah, because he's he donates. And yeah, yeah. The, the bottoms up. Uh, 
what the Duke of Bottoms Up or whatever. He's he's up. Uh-huh. You know, he's he ain't yeah. no knight. He's a Duke or whatever. Oh, cool. And um, but he, it's a really cool thing where it's like it's a plastic like solo kind of beer cup, clear whatever. But on the bottom there's this disc and a magnet, and the bartender. It's a special like tap system where you put the the cup on the tap for the beer you want, and the uh, computer like senses when it's full. So it fills up exactly right, no head, because it's So that was the problem, you know. I told him I gotta get you on the show because my tagline is solving complex problems with simple solutions. And, and it's this like is the opposite. Well, this I is a complex solution for a simple problem. I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> the problem is how to pour the perfect beer. And the simple solution is you don't pour it from the top. You Fill it from the bottom. That's as simple as it fucking gets. You turn, right, right. But turn he it right does on it with a bunch of it's a it's, invention. It's a, it's technology, but yeah. there's no more or less complicated really than like your typical draft system. Oh yeah. You know, you hook it up the same way to all the kegs and the compressor and the you know whatever the CO2 tank. It's just it's flat on the bar instead of you know the handles. And so once you convert over, the idea is it saves man time. You know, instead of standing there with the beer and pouring off the head and yeah. waiting and waiting and waiting, you know, you can take ten beer orders, oh. and then they all fill up, and then they all go out. You know, like so, it's efficiency on top of pouring a perfectly you know, head-free beer. Mm-hmm. Pretty fucking cool, man. He's a smart dude. Uh, I don't mind a little head. Well, me neither. Um, <laughs> well, we could we could get uh, gross with that too. But. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah, about an eighth of eighth of an inch to a quarter or so, sure. I think is a little is foam on the lips. Yeah. yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But it is. I mean, it's just a clever system, and uh, like getting it all in my mustache, and you yeah. know. But the little magnet puck thing at the bottom, they put custom designs on them. You can save them and use them as a fridge magnet. Uh huh. So we made a bunch, or we they made a bunch for this no agenda crowd specifically. And uh, so there's like listen or die with the with the snake, you know, all chopped up and you know like all these like they got whatever the Gazden flag, but with like no agenda instead of like don't tread on me and it's pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. Do you want them wearing there? Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. <laughs> What's funny? They're like they're they seem compared to the guys I've been meeting and talking to and like other podcasters. Adam and John seem pretty fucking like non-radical relative to like the rest of us. Right. But I think that's their whole game is like they're putting the information out there. They don't need to be radical about it. They're just being truth tellers. But I don't think either of them claim anarchism or or even libertarianism. No, they, they just talked about that the other day. Yeah, I don't think they claim libertarianism oh. even. Um, somebody called. I think somebody called Adam a libertarian, and then he, you know. And then they said, well, we really just think libertarians are Republicans that are afraid to call themselves Republicans. Yeah, yeah, I remember when they said that, yeah. And they got a bunch of nasty emails about it. <laughs> they addressed it again, like, the next episode. Yeah, but, you know, and, yeah. And, and didn't didn't backpedal at all. No, no. <laughs> Fuck it. Who, you know, who cares? I think well, it's kind of true, though. Really, the reason we don't like Republicans is for people that are Republicans that are doing everything wrong. If, you know, if the Republicans were acting like they're 
like they're supposed to, mm-hmm. probably be a lot more okay with it. If they if their actions were consistent with their professed mm-hmm. values, um, yeah, maybe they wouldn't be so Minimizing bad. Minimizing government, right. and all that other stuff. Right. I've made the the right wing case for um, for no war. Mm-hmm. Is war is socialism. So yeah. you have to steal from people and tax people in order to fund these wars. Right. So. And and for that matter, the cops, mm-hmm. they have to they have to be funded by tax money. Right. So. So what would your ideal like police um, force look like? All the old west, all, all volunteer, or so the old west elected sheriff and yep. and everybody carries frontier justice with yep. a little bit of like authority mm-hmm. somewhere a little bit a little yeah. bit but yeah. it's but it's it's also, somebody that's elected yeah. by the town not by the yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's about as far as i think democracy should ever go yeah. actually you know once you get beyond the town level it's it's too big right yeah yeah and that that's another that is a solution that is how we get ourselves out of the mess that we're in because most of our problem really is due to um, globalism, like you know, oh, yeah. globalism economics. Um, it, it it's it's caused more problems than it's worth. Um, and it's given other places a lot of success and a lot of failure as well. Well, when it comes to the sheriff, you know, I've I've had people tell me that like. The sheriff is about the only constitutional form of law enforcement. And I, I, you know, I'm no constitutional lawyer, and, I, and frankly, I don't give that much of a fuck about the Constitution to begin with. You know, it was, it was a step in the right direction, but mm-hmm. it's still just, you know, justification from for, that document. The largest, most tyrannical uh, empire of all time has grown from it. Right. Right. But the point is that um, all these other law enforcement agencies are basically illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, the sheriff is the one that has like true, true the, accountability to the people, especially the FBI. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like maybe there's something to, even though so many of us are like fuck voting ever. I'm never gonna vote. Local elections. Ousting the bad sheriff and putting in a good sheriff. That's probably the most effective right. way. Or that, getting your people to be sheriff. Yeah, exactly right. Um, like, that might be the battle worth fighting. That, that I think, is the solution. Right. And, uh, well, like, I've heard stories, okay? So I went... Uh, uh, try and... Work. <laughs> yeah, hungry boys. <laughs> Um, what was that saying though? <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be this big. Yeah. So, um, I've heard stories, that's what I was getting at. at. At Rogue Food, which is this conference I went to last summer, really cool. It's basically, it's basically like, absolutely. I'm going to need a box for the tater tots. No. Yeah. You know what? I'll take, I'll take a box too. Thank you. Is this one check? I got it. Yeah. I'll give you cash. All right, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, uh, I got all this stuff that, that it's not gonna taste good later. So 
Todd's hold that, up. That's yeah. Right. Hey, I could be like Napoleon Dynamite and keep them in my pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Napoleon, give me some tots. <laughs> he saved those tots, though. Alright, so my new girl just sent me a text. I love this idea. She says, I want a t-shirt with the Easy Peasy logo that says, grow because being stagnant is for losers. That's something I said to her last night. <laughs> and she liked it. <laughs> I'm like, uh, we had some chats, man. Stagnant? Yeah. What, what do you mean? Being stagnant is for losers. Like, oh, it's being still. Yeah. Grow. Always grow. grow. Always move. Fucking yeah. Grow. You know. Oh, you said grow. Yeah, I got it. I thought you said bro. 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 No. <laughs> grow. Yeah. Being stagnant is for losers. I love it. That hurt self-reliance <laughs> fest, man. Oh yeah. That was like the week after, right? So, oh, last week. Mm. So we just had our official first date last night. It was fucking awesome. Just hung out That's on a property. We went down to the river, did some fishing. Yeah. Went and got cheeseburgers, drank some beers. Like, cool. best night I've had in a long time, man. Yeah. Nice. Um, wait, she hasn't sent the tab yet, huh? Not yet, no. Okay. I need to step outside for a minute. Have a smoke. I'll be right there with you. <laughs> there we go. I'll give that to you. All right. Give me all your money. Where are we going shopping? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there ain't too much on it. Don't get don't get your hopes up. <laughs> yep. Hauling a camper, you know, I was getting pretty poor mileage, but worth it. I met this motherfucker right here, so. <laughs> Yeah, ten bucks is plenty, man. Ten, eleven, fifty, whatever. I guess you did have the bigger meal. <laughs> I, I, I didn't realize that it was going to be that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, cool. So all my one. Right on. I'm hitting the. I'm hitting the club later. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of food. No doubt. Feel better though. Oh, Eating yeah. some calories in me. Biscuits and gravy are one of the best inventions of all time. Man, it, it certainly ain't like keto friendly or none of that, but <laughs> but no, it is but good. Biscuits are just so good. Yep. And you know what? It's Sunday, so if I go home and freaking go into a coma, I'll be okay with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'll I'll do it later. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I may I may be coming back in for another beer, but we'll see. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? This is going to work? Because we could sit in my truck if that's easier. Just be a little bit steamy or something. I kind of doubt it. It's a pretty tiny little town. We could throw our food in my truck real quick. The only problem I have with right here is that this road is kind of busy. Yeah, you're right. 
But, you know what? Well, here, let me look at Google real quick. We'll see yeah. if there's like green space around here. So I did just think, man, we could we could hop in the truck and just find a B road. Uh huh. And like park and just drop the tailgate and sit on that. Oh, perfect. Let's yeah. Yeah. Because this road is going to be loud. Yeah. Uh, the problem, I, I think, will be not being able to hear Makoa. Yeah, yeah, we need to be able to hear him. Are you playing Rock's new song? Nah. Dude, it, it, he's like right there with us. He's really? Awesome. Kid Rock yeah, might yes. be a part of the movement, eh? Yeah, he is. Wow. <laughs> so what's it all about? I mean, we'll, we'll put it on here. Cool, cool. In a minute. No. Uh, you, you have Bluetooth? Can I Bluetooth in? Or? Not uh, not on the truck right now. Oh, okay. No, the, 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 radio's, the old radio's toast in there. Yeah. I use my DeWalt freaking uh, oh. boombox usually. Oh, but, cool. Yeah. You got decent cell service around here? Uh, it looks good. All right, cool. Yeah, it's full, full bars. Yeah, I just, I just looked past the truck. I'm like, there's cornfields all over the fucking place. Yeah. Let's just find a cornfield. What's that? It's a coil. Like, it's a, 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 a um, spring? Like a spiral. Kind of a different illustration of a spiral, if you will. Yeah. It's like putting it into three dimensions or whatever. But bought that in Salem, Massachusetts. I so you've gotten was... around a lot too. Yeah. What? Uh, in what? Uh, you? I, I know you do gardening and Just stuff. Traveling, like that. man. It, like I was dating. I was doing like an on or a long distance thing with this girl in Boston all throughout COVID. Oh, that's got to be fun because Boston yeah. was tyrannically locked totally down. Totally tyrannical. Uh, yeah. It's funny, too, because she's a little more, like, left-wing, but, like, you know, real cool girl and all. Uh, but she, you know, the only COVID test I took was, you know, before going to see her. She wanted me to take one, and, and did, I did. Did you catch it after you took the test? <laughs> not as far as I know. Okay. It was not, like, it was not I, the I, uh, theories. <laughs> it, it wasn't the PCR. It was a uh, just rapid test or whatever, home test. Oh, okay, the one you spit on. But I, I refused all outright to do a PCR test because I don't trust him. Yeah. Frankly, uh, I, don't, I don't trust any of the tests, but I'm like, if this girl needs a negative little yeah. line on the thing, you know, I'll give yeah. it to her. <laughs> but, I yeah. couldn't date a lefty. That's... Man, she, she was pretty switched on in a lot of ways. Uh, yoga instructor, physical therapist, like, very attuned, like... To people yeah. and and pretty apolitical, truthfully, but she was buying, the, you know, the whole narrative. I was friends with uh, my ex for 25 years. Uh, I, I guess we're still friends, but we're probably not going to talk as much after this. Sure. She was. We were talking about Civil War, and I explained to her that it wasn't about slavery. That's just the, the what they sold us, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that it was about states' rights and how the states don't have them. Hey, this, this ought to work right yeah, here. This, yeah, this will work. Cool. Uh, this, this, this is Indiana, this is right? So Indiana. Yes, sir. We got we got. Corn. Uh, I think we we got to get the the grain the silo, grain silo in, the in the background. Back. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I can I can flip a bitch here. Oh, uh, turn that corner because it looks like there's trees on the side, and that that will uh, give us some shade. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I don't want to be right in front of this house. Let's see what's yeah. around the corner here. But they got the good trees. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could sit right there, but here, let's see. Yeah, this is it. Let's see it yeah. out here. Yeah. That's it. Uh, well, that's right on somebody's stuff, too. All the trees are next to people's land. You know what, huh? man, here. We'll just, we won't get the shade, but we'll get we'll get the backdrop. Yeah, the backdrop will work. Yeah, this is such an Indiana backdrop. Okay. 
got some fucking yeah. equipment. Uh, and you're not interfering with anything by parking right here. So. Well, I'm not. I think I'm gonna just turn it. So we got that thing in the background. Oh, nice. Right? Yeah. Live well, from the Toyota pickup. <laughs> <laughs> No. Pro tip: wear earbuds. So I've got earbuds. Earbuds aren't pro. I've got. Yeah. I've got. Um, do I? I was gonna say I might have my AirPods. Oh yeah. No, that it's okay. Be, if that no. would be helpful. It's okay. My browser is black. That's not right. Yeah, this is a fucking. This is some alternative shit we're doing here right now, man. Yeah. <laughs> the renegades. Fucking a, man. Well, this is my this is my country here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Actually, I I, I was saying to my buddy, it's like the hill folk are where I want to put my stock. Just a couple hours south of here, that's the place to be. Yeah. That oh uh. Once you get into the hills, heading towards. What's up? We're all good. What do you say? No, we're. Uh, we needed a quiet spot to record a podcast. <laughs> we're. Uh... <laughs> I bet we're you. Recording a uh, show. We were. Uh, we were in town. And we were recording a show, and we we're like, oh, well, we can park on a side road, and found a good backdrop here. Oh, nothing. We're we're just we were just gonna record a show. What kind of show? Uh, just a podcast. Hi there. Yeah, we didn't mean to. We didn't even see you guys there. I. Well, you weren't here a minute ago, and I just come around. Yeah, we just we we wanted a quiet place where we weren't right on the main drag. We were up there at the bar just a minute ago. Lunch, and then we were like, my friend wanted to record a show, so I was just. Yeah, I'm Mike. So what do you guys? We're all oh, about freedom. We'll, yep. we'll just leave it at that. That's pretty yes, much. Sir. Copy. Yeah. So get rid of Brandon's. What you're saying? <laughs> yes. Partly. Get, get back. Get back to the other guy that's supposed to be in there in 2020. Didn't make it. I I hope it's DeSantis. I really do. I think uh, I think DeSantis kind of showed that he's not going to do the nonsense. While, you know, the, there was warp speed and all the other things that that Trump had his hands on, and it's like I, I can't trust him, but. DeSantis, he did a little of the stupid stuff, and then he's like, no, I'm going to talk to the right people, and we're going to get a good health official in here. He's got that guy. and So yeah, are you trying to do it in front of the cornfield? We're just sitting on the truck. Yeah, we yeah. just wanted an Indiana backdrop. I'm yeah. I'm from here. He's not. So Where are you Texas. From? Oh, nice to meet you. Yeah. Nice You're from here at Monrovia? No, uh, I'm from Indy, but we he was at the truck stop on 70. He's picking up a, a semi, and we met a couple weeks ago at a Freedom Festival, and yeah, they I, had the Freedom Rally up here. Uh, shit, when was that? March, yeah, maybe. Yeah. When they had the Truckers Freedom the trucker Rally. Trucker Rally. Yeah. Oh, y'all had it here? Well, yeah. it rolled. Uh, it rolled they through, came from right? Yeah. Yeah. To, uh, DC. To, yeah. They were I'm taking gonna, seventy the whole way, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. So I had to go to. Did you get some fi- some pictures there? Did you go to? Oh, it? there he is. Yeah, right. give me a second. Hey, how's it going, man? <laughs> oh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. 
let's not let's not get it started yet. Uh, getting some logistical things handled. Let me show this guy our channel. Um, Oh, uh, we're in Indiana. Show them all the equipment and stuff. Yeah, hold on, I'll get you the. Uh... You got, you got quite the setup here, man. I don't even live here. No, okay. There's a buddy of mine. Gotcha. We live. Oh, here we are. So there's when we did with our wreckers <laughs> on the Freedom. There you go. Check this out, man. Check that out. Oh, cool. Meet. Well, we're we're kindred spirits, man. Yeah. We just, like I said, wanted a nice Indiana fucking. Well, I was gonna see if it showed like all the. BS crap that was up there that night. Hmm. Yeah, so there was when they had the Freedom Convoy. Yep. Right. Great <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad I picked this up. Well, gee, I think we're going to retire yeah. back over this way, but it was yeah. really good you meeting guys, you. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. Fun. Yes, sir. Good luck. Cool. Yep. Thank you. Don't mind us. We'll be, we'll be doing <laughs> our thing. That's all right. If you want to listen, Easy Peasy Podcast. Easy Peasy Podcast. Yes, sir. Right. <laughs> What's going so on? <laughs> We're doing a little crossover today. I have Mike from the Easy Peasy Podcast. What's up, man? I'm recording on. I'm uh, good. I'm recording on my end too. So we're gonna we're gonna do a little collaboration here. So we are we are in Indiana right now. Uh, we have a, a, a similar meeting. I met you at the uh, at Tom Woods 2000, and I met him at Childerberg, which was like a, another podcaster convention. So <laughs> we couldn't we couldn't find a good place in town where it was quiet, so we just drove out to the cornfield, and we're just we're kicking it now. That's the way to roll. Like yep. true like true Hoosiers, man. <laughs> Truesers. Truesers and truthers. Yeah. Well, I'm only getting audio, but you can use it if you need it. Yeah. Yeah, the audio is totally down with me. Cool. Um, so, um, uh, me and Andy will probably get this one more than you guys. I'm just setting this down so I can read through them. Um, I did want to talk about uh, Biden's fall off his bike. <laughs> ah, that was funny as fuck. <laughs> so bicycles are an instrument of freedom, and yesterday a bicycle tried to save this country. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that one off, um, uh, I'm pretty sure that I can get Andy on my side on this one, but we'll talk oh. about that. Yeah. Uh, then, and it, uh, we haven't started the stream, so. Oh, you haven't started, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I really want to talk about Johnny Hurley, but well, I'll get to that. I'll tell you his story and everything. And then dead cows. Yes, yes, that that was a thing. Uh, but now it's it's getting more widespread. More and more people know what the uh, that the FDA paid for that to happen. Then did you guys know the script is up today? The what? Crypto's up. How up? I don't get paid until Tuesday. I was gonna buy more. <laughs> I've been enjoying it being low. Oh, okay. It's not up like crazy. Like my main investment, strong is up. I think 15 to 18 percent. See, it's it's you guys with your NFTs and shit coins. Just stick to Bitcoin and call it done. You got a point. 
so, uh... Oh, this is a good angle. That works. Yeah. Um, and just a second. Can I get one of your cigarettes? Of course. Cool. I I have some in the truck, but now that I'm around somebody smoking, I want to smoke. <laughs> oh, very cool. We should just do the entire video like that. Just where we see the tip of the cigarette and the brim of her hat. <laughs> That no, it, there's too many good angles out here. Oh, that place is awesome, that's for sure. Let's see. Oh, I your thumbs on it. Maybe I should take my chair and set it out to where you can see the live view of my property. That would be cool. Oh. But I'm not here. The magnet. Hey, oh, that works. Maybe. Let's see. We could just stand. I do. We could just stand. We're not. We're not bitches. Yeah, we can we can stand. All right. Can you hear us okay though? I can hear you. Alright, there, it's clearing up. Okay, and I'd love to see Alex Jones is right. Yeah. <laughs> you see how much weight I've gained in the last few years? <laughs> Not that you knew me back then. Uh, it's Mike what? Uh, Whistler. Mike the polymath. Okay. <laughs> All right. Something went wrong. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I was afraid that service might be an issue. I hope that doesn't happen again. Well, we could cruise back closer to town if we had to, but it was working. The the magnet's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you'd think it would turn that whole fucking lumber rack into an antenna for your phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I think it's doing the opposite. Maybe. Okay. Well, now that we've made friends, we could probably ask for the Wi-Fi password, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Wi-Fi has done me worse than uh, than cell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, sorry. Uh, I'm I'm getting getting back in there, trying to. All right, cool. Okay. I didn't know if you guys realized that you dropped. I didn't know yeah. Just there yeah, we're working on. <laughs> we're sitting. Here. Hey, welcome to Burn Babylon. Burn. <laughs> All right. Well. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay, there we go. Let's get this keyboard okay. Here. All right. Let's see. Stand a little bit. Yeah. Oh wait. This way. Yeah. Is that good? We're we're in shot. We're in frame. Cool. All right. Just say when then. Okay. Hey everybody, welcome to Burn Babylon Burn. I'm here with my friend Mike Whistler from the Easy Peasy Podcast. We were going to do a, a little thing together when we met a couple weeks ago at Childerberg, but then I ended up re-meeting him today in Indiana. And we're out here in the beautiful cornfields of Indiana. 
Full full Hoosier mode here. Hoosiers and truthers. Hey, all I'd know how to do is drink beer and hang out in cornfields, you know? It's good skills to have. Actually, this guy is, is full of skills. And uh, and I, I always talk about prepping in our show. And he has a show that's pretty much about prepping. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 Well, it, I mean, prepping is not just just dehydrated food and, and things like that. Prepping is getting your garden going and getting your life on track. Building a business, all that, yeah, yeah. Tell us about it, tell us about it. Right. Yeah, so Easy Peasy Garden Solutions is what I do for money. I build backyard, raised bed, veggie gardens and I maintain them uh, through like a membership subscription. Call it the Easy Peasy Garden Club, you know? So it's nice and uh, insulated legally if you do a members only business. That's a little tidbit for you. Um, you know, you, you're a lot, a lot safer from lawsuit by getting that client member agreement, you know, written down signatures, all that. Uh, but yeah, I try to help people grow fucking vegetables, you know, and, uh, some of them take it to the next level. I call them like the primo clients. They graduate up to chicken coops and, you know, fruit trees, berry bushes, kind of like full blown rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them, uh, but like full-blown suburban homesteading is what I'm trying to promote. And uh, I talk about like the simple raised bed is kind of like the gateway drug. You take that first toke, you like how it tastes, you know, and you want more. So, uh, and then I, I started about a, a year ago, I started the Easy Peasy podcast. Just did a big two-part episode from down in Childerberg where I met Andy. Uh, I did a two-part episode from the Self-Reliance Fest down in Tennessee. Interviewed a whole bunch of really switched on like permaculture people. And uh, yeah, so that's that's what I do. And and why why easy peasy? You know, just one night I was like having some insomnia, and I was thinking about I had this business idea, wasn't sure what I wanted to call it, and just it was a light bulb moment. Like easy peasy just popped in my head, and I saw the pea pod, which is my logo, and um, it just made sense. Like I'm 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 bad with puns, right? So easy <laughs> easy peasy. You know, growing your peas it doesn't have to be hard, you know. Do you get it? <laughs> yeah. I always say, yeah, man, I always am like, it's a pun. It's a pun, you know. You got you to gotta be pretty clever to figure it out, but. <laughs> so, uh, let's, 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 talk about, uh, let's talk about bikes for a few seconds here. Just because uh, me and Andy, we both uh, are experienced cyclists. And uh, I'm curious if I can uh, bring Andy over to my side on this one. Uh, but uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Brandon fell off his bike the other day. Yep. He, he did. Well, I love bikes. And it, it's pretty cool that, that, that bikes are trying to help us out here. Let's see, you know, it's, I, I can't judge too much because I've wiped out plenty. But... You know, it was just kind of funny to watch because it was all in, like, it wasn't in slow motion, but it felt like it was in slow motion. Yeah, yeah, and, and it was, you knew it was going to happen because you probably had the video title that, you yeah. know, yep. but uh, one of the things is that somebody's a prankster. They gave him a pretty nice bike with toe clips on it, and toe clips are hard even for me. You know, I, I, I like clipping shoes, uh, but I don't like toe clips. I always end up riding them with uh the pedal side up and scraping the ground and stuff like that but you anybody can mess up on toe clips mm -hmm. and, and that was 
was kind of my point. I don't think this was a bad dimension moment. My main question is, why doesn't he have clippings? Right, right. So somebody's a prankster, and, and they were like, here, we'll give him this bike. Because it's probably not yeah. his personal bike. <laughs> like, I, was, I was at uh, Allegiant's uh, last night with some guys, and they were just like, thank God that he had a helmet on because we don't need Kamal Harris. It's the last person we need to run the country right I, now. I Kamal, think that yeah. they think that too, so... <laughs> I think that they're right there with us. They're like, yeah, what are we going to do if this one makes it? And, and yeah, that's it's going to be a mess. It, so, uh, yeah, I love bikes. That's, uh, so, uh, so uh, Andy, you want to talk about dead cows or 2A first? Yeah, so uh, uh, over in Kansas, there was about 3,000 cows that uh, – uh, the, the TikTok video that went around uh, – said that they just mysteriously dropped dead but uh uh digging in and um and checking out the news on that uh apparently these cows were culled and they were they were called for uh $2300 a head um the FDA paid the rancher uh because they couldn't get them to the slaughterhouses in time or in a in a allotted amount of time and that's what I got from digging through Twitter and uh, and was alerted to this through Mastodon. They were like, hey, and that's how Twitter and Mastodon work together. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Nobody's reported that. I mean, so this was like, this was not a mass die-off. This was a mass killing. Right. And, and, well, here's the thing, though, that, that they're, you know, they're destroying food now and, and using our tax dollars to pay somebody to do it. So... Well, I've, I've said already in the last few days or whatever, but if something smells fishy, it's probably because they fucking killed all the fish, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's a big worry, too. How do cows have an expiration date? I, I, I don't know their logic. I, it, you know, this is, this is bean counters and, uh, and procedures and all the other things that, that government makes things happen. The slaughterhouses are controlled by the corporations that have the most cattle at this point. And so whenever somebody's not with one of those groups. Hey, how are you? Oh, we're just recording a podcast. We were looking for a quiet stretch of road where, you know, we wouldn't bother nobody and all that. Cool. (laughs) Hey, we're we're in good company in this part of the country here. We you know, we had a we had a neighbor come out and kind of scope out what we're doing here. And uh, and we said, well, we're recording a podcast, blah blah blah. He said, what's the what's the show about? I just said, freedom, freedom, right? And uh, he's like, right on, man. I was there at the trucker convoy when it passed through Indy. You know, we were hanging our flags and everything, and you know, so standing in this cornfield, like we're safer here than in the city. That's for damn sure, you know. Oh yeah, it's safer than in the truck stop, even. Yeah, I would feel a little funny even in that bar, having these conversations to where people can hear it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you got to watch out. Like you don't, you don't know who's listening. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're broadcasting it to anybody who wants to see it in the world. True, you know, true. anybody that's got the time that wants to spend with us. But yeah. And thank you. If you have the time to spend with us and, and we hope that you enjoy what we're doing. Uh, I, I see that we're getting some more views, but I'm not getting much feedback. If you want to give us some feedback, I'd love to hear what you think. 100%. Well, I'm glad to know. I'm glad to. I'm glad to know about the cows because I thought it was somebody poisoning the watering hole or something like that. Something real nefarious. It's actually, it makes a whole lot more sense that it was just bureaucratic bullshit. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it kills more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> the incompetence, right? But also, the, the thing about this rancher's Twitter handle is that it had his name, which is funny because it's Tom McDonald. So it's, you know, or Thomas McDonald, who is, you know, uh, a really great truth rapper. And uh, and so it, it, you have that as kind of a red flag. And then the fact that there's about eight or nine numbers after his name, it's not quite an, uh, it, it's almost a phone number, but it's not. Yeah. I think it's it's maybe a zip code. I don't know. But uh, so there's some there's some sussy stuff about that, but I believe it. I believe that that's what happened. A lot of the other stuff that the guy said uh, goes back into his Twitter, and you can you can check that out and find out that that's true and everything like that. So, but you know they they they're not telling us. They want to tell us that it's climate, and it's definitely not climate. Um, if people aren't dying and other animals aren't dying, and then there's only cows dying, uh, and you know, it, all of them being dead is one thing. You know, if like a hundred of them died or something like that, then you could maybe say that it was a heat wave or something like that. So why why would they lie in the first place and say it was the heat? That's my question. Uh, that's that ties completely into the agenda. They uh, the one of the main psyops going on that has been going on for decades now. Uh, it in fact over a century is uh, is the environmental movement. Um, they, they've been saying that the earth is overpopulated since the 1800s and, uh, and that's, that's just part of that agenda. And, uh, and I always say that, that uh, the green movement is really not about making the world more green. It's making people more dead. Mm. Go on. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I was, I was typing in the next thing, um, <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> and, and that's what that's essentially what's happening. Uh, that, that's that's a picture of what's happening. Is that they look at it on paper, they say this sounds like a great idea, and then they say, well, we have to figure out how to solve the problem or something. They just kill all the cows. It, it, it doesn't make any logical sense. They drew it out on paper. They're planning to work out, and they're just like, that. Eh, kill the cows. Why not? It's like um. The cows don't have an expiration date. They can just keep eating grass, and then we can kill them in, like, three days. I, I don't think... I, I think that there's a certain amount of time where it's more optimal to take them to the market. And uh, and I have no idea 
all the ins and outs of that. I'm not a rancher or anything, but uh, but that that's what I think happened, and that's that's what based off of those twitters that I, I've been checking out. So, well, I think the point the point might be like it's it's hard to believe that like there there isn't a, like a grand conspiracy, and it's not like evildoers. It's just arrogant, incompetent motherfuckers 99 out of 100 times it's not malfeasance it's fucking it's fucking a lack of competency you know and an over and an overconfidence you know so so i think the the evils want us to starve but they manipulate the incompetence and the stupids in order to make sure that that happens sure and that that that's how i see that like the whole way the covid regime went through was uh, whenever people went to the hospital because they were scared because the test tested positive or something like that. And then they, they hook them up to the remdesivir and then they don't last two or three days. And then that gets to pump up the stats. And then they say, oh, well, you know, like a whole bunch of people died from this. And they were dying from the remdesivir. <clears throat> but they blame the virus to scare more people and, and, and get more of that agenda in play. Right. Financial advice. Or legal. Yeah. 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 We are not life coaches. We're just. We're just a couple guys in a cornfield. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I, I just kind of, that, that's why I'm being a little bit more quiet, and you guys also have a good dynamic going. So, um, so I'm just muting myself at certain points just to like keep the going. But yeah, the dead cows thing is like seriously. Yeah. This makes no sense. Did Did you check out that that story from? Uh, did you look at uh, uh, Sticks's coverage on that? I know you follow him pretty well. I did not see anything about Sticks. Oh, okay, I got a, an alert in my rumble, but I didn't watch his version of the, the story. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. But uh, let's let's go to the Second Amendment. I know you were wanting to talk about 2A on some type of level. Okay, uh, well, uh, in, in between our last show and this one was where the uh, the rhinos all signed on to an agreement, basically, to, uh, to infringe on rights that they have no right to infringe on. Um, and the other thing is... We're about two days out from uh, the memorial, which is a year anniversary of where Arvada police uh, killed Johnny Hurley, who was pretty much one of us. You know, he was he was a uh, 2A guy. He was involved with uh, We Are Change Colorado, which is Luke's group, uh, Luke Radowski. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he's a hero. He was in Arvada and some shooter comes out uh, and shoots a, a cop with a 12 gauge. Um, Johnny takes down the shooter, and uh, he's meddling with the uh, with the shooter's weapon, basically taking the magazine out and clearing the chamber. And the cops shoot him in the back. The cops have apologized. It seems like like they you know uh, they're very apologetic on it. But you know, I uh, just want to remember this hero and and tell you what a good guy with a gun could do. The 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 bad guy with a gun in this situation, the the guy that uh, that Johnny took down was 
out there for the sole purpose of taking down cops and then the cops ended up taking down Johnny so really yeah yeah the, uh, there's a big memorial to him on on Tuesday uh, in Colorado I remember watching that video uh, and he he did everything correct he did he did everything correct he he took cover he popped his rounds off put the man down and then like you said went and tried to clear the the weapon from from the perpetrator and yeah before you knew it he was he was dead too for no goddamn reason just because they're trigger happy and they don't they don't assess what's actually going on they shoot first and ask questions later yeah that that story if you'd not heard of john hurley watch the videos and all that also, we're, we're finding out recently, too, that the uh, the police, with their uh, body cam footage in, uh, in Uvalde, they don't want to... Oh, we're, we're good. Yep, thank you. Uh, they don't want to release their body cam footage because it might have something embarrassing in it. A lot of people are speculating that the, the, the police that handle that situation uh, have uh, ended up taking out targets that weren't the, uh, the bad guy in that situation. And that's why they don't want it released. So uh, they're using their entire uh, government power to keep that knowledge from the public. So because it really changes the narrative when you think about it. It's the prime example. Yeah. That's wild. I, I didn't even hear that. As if it wasn't bad enough that they lo they let it happen for an hour before going in there. If it wasn't bad enough for that, that they may have actually been taken out some of the kids themselves. So uh, we can't trust government, and they're telling us that they're the ones that should be armed, and we shouldn't, and they're the ones doing a lot of this. So <clears throat> I'll say real quick, I was going to say, I just bought my first AR last night, two nights ago, two nights ago. So if you don't if you don't have a rifle if you don't have a rifle yet get yourself a fucking rifle. I think I'm gonna go to the store today get a couple mags and some boxes uh, before before these rules. Change. Make sure to get a sling. Yep. yep. Sling is a very very important thing to have. Definitely agree with that one. That's wild though. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. He was actually saving the police. Yeah, he was a hero. Yeah. Yep. True martyr. I, I don't I don't think the crypto market follows Elon as much as a lot of people think it does, but I also want to say that all these NFTs and shit coins are probably one of the reasons the the whole thing is suffering. Just just stick to Bit Bitcoin, y'all. Just do it. You'll be a lot better off. Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin's suffering right now too, but I, I, it's the one that I think is going to win out overall. You'll have the variety and all this other stuff, but but if if you want to be a happier person, I would say just just live with that. I mean, I'm I'm inclined to say that it's just like I personally, I, I bought a few hundred dollars worth in the last week or two because it was low. So maybe it's just that you know, Elon might have something a little bit to do with it, but like. 
the price dipped, people bought, price goes back up, you know? That's the cycle, right? And it's an opportunity if you believe that it will go back up. So it's, you know, it's a good moment for people to get in that never got in. Well, it's like, it's like people are acting like it's crashed. Well, if you look at the full graph, you know, it's higher than it was a year ago, even at the low. Oh, no, not a year ago. No, it was was about maybe three years ago. Okay, sure. And it's, it's profoundly higher than three years ago, I believe. Right. Yeah. I don't know. You got to have a little faith with it, I guess. Before Congress started printing money like it was nobody's business. Yeah, and so it's, um, and that's the thing. It's, at what point are we, are we going to see a complete economic collapse? Uh, I'm really curious what happens tomorrow with this market, because if crypto's going up today, um, for the most part for the last year, the crypto market is mirroring the stock market. Yeah. And are we, you know, I'm curious if we're actually going to see a break or if this is an indication that there's actually um, some news that is going to affect the stock market tomorrow. Because, of course, crypto is open 24-7 and the stock market's not. But I'm really interested if the stock market is going to jump tomorrow because of some news that's going along. Um, and crypto is just an early indicator that there's going to be a bounce. Uh, which could be really bad. They push another bill through Congress that prints tons of money. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe you could go as far as like somehow uh, somehow Biden decided to uh, get rid of the Fed, <laughs> which would be good in one way, and uh, just be like, yeah, take interest rates down to 0.5%. Just do it. <laughs> We're going to hear from Janet Yellen tomorrow. You know, I don't know. Because uh, for the most part, crypto has been following the stock market. So is this an indicator or is crypto actually splitting from the stock market now? And uh, people are just starting to say this is a safest way area for us to put our money. But I, I just like think I the said, <laughs> same people that are in the uh, in the stock market manipulating money, the, the people that, that have all the money in, in, in the uh, crypto world, we call them whales. But they're whales in the stock market. They're whales in crypto. They're whales in everything, and it it everything sort of follows what they do, and so I wonder what they're up to, and how they have this set up and planned and everything like that. And that's the one thing that that you can't make a money that you're immune to the people that have too much of it. <laughs> so that. again just so that people have a reference to where to find you yeah so you're doing sustainable what is it exactly that you're doing because i find it very interesting basically backyard vegetable gardening in in as few words as possible so if you want to hear more from me easy peasy podcast and that's one word easy peasy like peas okay p-e-a-s-y and what i promote is sort of self-reliance self-sufficiency you know a big theme um lately has just been that like you know the guns are only going to get us so far like we need gardens and guns like just that's that's the long and short of it and if we can if we can start doing more agorism and and we can start like relocalizing our food systems and doing direct business with the producers um, becoming producers to some extent but really like I know that it's not practical to preach like grow all your own food because good right. fucking luck. 
You know, <laughs> it's not easy. And unless that's all and you're doing. It's not, also not easy to just store up everything you'll need for a certain amount of time. Uh, you're going to need other people. And agorism is, mm-hmm. is about building relationships. It's about I, commerce. We need, yeah. we need local commerce. We need to, like I said, bolster the food system locally and our local sort of economic um, endeavors. And I think using alternative currencies is a huge way to do that. Um, you know, they're kind of like a gimmick, but somebody gave me a gold back. Was that you? Okay. Somebody at, 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 uh, at Childerberg gave me this thing called a gold back and it's a gold like foil, uh, with like a really beautiful design. It's a bill. It says one, they've got ones, fives, tens, twenties, fifties. And in reality, the one is worth in, in its weight in gold. It's worth about four bucks. Now the problem with their system is that they're charging a premium. You can't get it at the at the conversion rate. Um, you you pay a premium to get these goldbacks, but I just think it's a cool idea because it's something physical and tangible that I could walk up to the farmer that we're standing right next to his fucking field right now and say, "Hey man, I'm not doing business in dollars no more, but here's what I got. You know, are you are you interested? It's real gold. You know, the the fifty the fifty is like it's." thicker it's bigger so it is it is a tangible real value money uh again i think it's a little bit gimmicky but it's cool and they've got them they've got them printed with like four circulation in utah uh new hampshire i want to say tennessee and maybe like texas they've got like four denominations for these states and i think it is just more of a uh, nevada is one of them nevada you're right yeah so i think it's almost more of something that we can use as a um a tool of evangelism you know even if the gold back itself is not the final solution um we can change the way people think a little bit walking around with a pocket full of silver coins you know um that stuff has real fucking value it's harder to convince someone like the the farmers in this area right now to accept something like bitcoin than it would be you know silver dollars right so i think we need both and, and eventually they will get there. Check this out. Wow. It's a credit card shaped silver coin. Yeah. And it fits right in my wallet. So if I had my other truck, I'd show you that gold back right now. But um, anyways. That is so awesome. Yeah. So. And, and for me, one thing I would say on the, that is I find it really interesting that we have so much distrust in the dollar and other um, currencies around the world that we're actually trying to figure out how to stabilize it. We're seeing how unstable the government's uh, currencies are, and we're actually trying to get back. We're trying so many different ways, cryptocurrency, silver like that, um, the, the, the gold back they're talking about. We're trying to find all these different ways, and to me it just shows how little faith people have in the current infrastructure of the government and the government currencies. There's a lot yeah. of things that are needing to be worked out, and uh, just like the dot-com bubble, whenever you came, uh, whenever during the, um, the 90s, you know, everybody was overpricing um, certain types of goods uh, whenever it came to online markets. So like, oh, this thing's guaranteed to be worth a billion dollar website in 10 years. And then 70% of the website sold off. Same thing with crypto. You're going to see a mass sell off. Um, the ones that are not of value are going to fall away. But I think there's going to be five to 10 that actually hold their infrastructure and actually become extremely valuable. My guess would be, you know, Bitcoin, uh, maybe Cardano, 
uh, Ethereum, stuff like that is probably going to hold its value um, long term. But we're just seeing a transition because we're really tired of this inflation. And that's mm -hmm. what's driving this uh, interest and not just interest, but desire and need for actual stable currency. So I think we're just in a flux phase and we're going to see an experimentation for another six months to a year. And then we'll probably start seeing something stabilize soon after that. See, that's the, the advantage of coming from the, the libertarian Austrian uh, economics background is and, and why so many of the people that I listen to really understand this situation is we've been analyzing money and uh, and finding ways around these situations. And this the Austrians have the answer. Go to the Mises Institute. Check out what they have to offer. There's so much information there as far as this goes. 100% agree and shout out to Tom Woods. You guys need to go listen to Tom Woods. No doubt, no doubt. One of the more measured people in this community, and I appreciate that. You know, one thing I'll add before maybe we move on or whatever, even though it's not the most um, efficient or practical, usually, I think the barter is going to become pretty damn important. Um, you know, we need, we need money to solve the problem of lack of efficiency with the barter system, right? But the barter system still has value, even if it's not perfect. And like, just for me, like I've made this argument recently that if things got really rough, right? If, if, if times got really hard, I know for a fact that my clients are going to want me more than ever. And maybe they can't afford to necessarily pay me in the denominations that I'm looking for. You know, maybe, maybe they pay me in, in, in goods, right? Pay me or, in ammo. Or ammo or or, um, you know, I've got a client that gives me two dozen eggs a week, you know, and that's just on top of what they pay me because they've got more than they need. But like just trading a little bit of work for something you need or a little bit of this for that. Uh, there was tons of that going on at Childerberg. It was so cool. I traded freaking mushrooms for, for vegetable starts, you know, a couple tomato plants for a freaking little, you know, a little trip. It was like that, that, that's something that I think people will do out of necessity as times get tough, they'll come up with creative solutions as to how to, how to keep the commerce moving. Um, but it's going to be a rough transition. I, that's, that's what I kind of would predict, but I don't know shit. I don't have a crystal ball, you know, no one does. I like it. That's amazing. And, and the nice thing about whenever you get into actually bartering and trading is that you actually build connections, like real connections with the people you're dealing with. A hundred percent. So you build trust, you build, you build a relationship. I, I was going to get to it and I forgot, but I believe that if I ask my clients, I've got about 20 some clients that I maintain their garden through the month. I could probably make it part of the deal that, Hey, I really want to sit and have a meal with you while I'm there. Right. That's an opportunity for us to talk about the garden, to make future plans. And it's food in my fucking stomach that I don't have to pay for. You know, I could do that 20 out of 30 nights in a given month. If, if I decided that that was worthwhile and, you know, if, if, if it becomes difficult to afford food, I'd rather trade my time and get food out of it, you know? Yeah. That's an amazing idea. I think hey, really cool. check this out. Sure. <laughs> yeah, this is real. This is where it happens. <laughs> so these people, right, these farmers down here, even though they're they're stuck in the system, these guys understand self-sufficiency in a way that most of us don't. Uh, they maintain their own equipment, you know, like 
they owe a lot of money to these seed companies. It's really a tragedy the way the whole thing works. But these are the guys you want to be friends with, you know? Because they're the ones that are going to be able to handle their shit when the whole city, you know, we're about half an hour out of the out of Indianapolis right now. That city could be ablaze, and these guys down here are going to be just fine, you know. And those are the people I was saying I was saying to Andy, like I was down I was down camping with a friend of mine, and he's what I call a genuine hill person. You know, he's a fucking hillbilly, hill folk, and those are the toughest sons of bitches around. If you have a friend that's a hill folk, you best start hanging out with them and learn everything they can teach you because i think in the in the world we're heading towards if you're not already sitting on a big pile of bitcoin the next best thing you could have are like practical hands-on skills you know the skills are worth more than money in a lot of situations totally because if you have the skills you're going to get taken care of you're going to get protected and defended so i mean we might be we might be using meat as currency right the fact that I have the equipment and the know-how to go shoot a deer and process it myself, that's that's worth more than that's worth more than gold. You know what I mean? In the real world, you know, gold is nice, gold is shiny, it's pretty, people like it, but they really need fucking meat, you know? Exactly. And that's um and that raises an idea a little bit one. I guess this might be the kind of last idea to build off of. Um, is learning how to <clears throat> Sorry, learning how to build pallet stacks for yourself. Learning what what things you're good at and what things you can learn that complement the pallets that you're currently trying to build. Um, you know, if you're good at you know farming, well, maybe you need to be good at you know building something to keep the foxes out, you know, or keep the chickens out, so that you know your farm doesn't get wrecked. But building those pallet stacks is really important. Whenever you you have to consistently continually be learning these different skills that uh help build your resume in a sense for yeah. sure uh one thing before we go uh i wanted to mention really quick that uh that alex stein is the man and uh he got up to uh dan crenshaw yesterday and called him Patch McCain several times and uh <laughs> and asked him why why he's such good friends with klaus schwab it, uh... it was beautiful so, primetime Alex Stein 99. Respect, man. Uh, I, I actually, uh, I was at a, a Legion's uh, bar last night. Some of my military buddies invited me out there. And uh, at some point, uh, I met some guys and we were in a conversation. They're just like, oh yeah, Dan Crimshaw, that, that guy's really great. And all I had to say to them was, they voted for red flag laws. Yeah. Top of that. They were like, F him. F yeah. that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. You know, so I'll share one more final thought if I could. I'm a huge, I'm a huge proponent of what's called the permaculture design system. Okay, and if you've never heard of it, look it up. But what we need to develop is systems level thinking. Okay, what you what you were talking about earlier about the farmer also has to be a carpenter. Also has to be a, you know, these guys are what I call polymaths. This is what I I, I go by Mike the polymath on my podcast. The idea of being a polymath is to have diverse knowledge and skills in order to solve complex problems, okay? Like a polyglot can speak five or more languages. A polymath has many disciplines and draws on every single one of them to solve any given problem. And I believe every farmer that has ever existed is a polymath, you know? And maybe you're a polymath and you just don't know it, but it's like we have to start using this this high level of, of 
reasoning that I call systems level thinking, permaculture design, to create a more permanent culture, right? You know, we need, a more, we, meet, we need more stable currencies. We need our own security in terms of our own guns. We also need to be able to basically think through problems for ourselves. I think that if we're going to truly try to live in a stateless world, we all need to become polymaths and permaculturists, you know, in one way or another. Um, so there you go. That's all I got. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Uh, any last words, Andy? You got it. Well, this has been Burn Babylon Burn. Let's change the world. Let's do it. Fuck yeah. And that's the end? Yep. Let's see how long. Oh, I can hear you guys work better now. Now that we're not recording. Now Are we not recording still? Are we? Yeah, I had to mute. I'm going to give you a call right quick. Okay, cool. That was awesome. Yeah, what we got like thirty-seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. I thought I, I thought it was going longer, but thirty. I aim for like uh, uh, about forty to sixty minutes. So sure, sure. or thirty to sixty. I I know so many people are just bogged down with like all their shows. It's a lot of content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, should we roll? Yeah, yeah. Hey, how you doing, man? Yeah. If it helps, I could give Andy this this audio file on my end. I don't know how hard it would be to splice it together, but that's an option. sure yeah that's what i tweeted yesterday the greenies are right bicycles are very important to the future today one tried to save the country <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> right yeah just all, all these elderly psychopaths just need to go but yeah, that, uh, I think that went well. Um, I'll uh, I got this run. It's probably gonna take me about three days. Maybe we could get one a little sooner into next week, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, something like that. Oh yeah, uh, I. Um, uh, I was gonna say this because like everybody says I'm blackpilled, but uh, it's because they don't want to embrace the solutions that that are the real solutions. They're like, uh, I don't want to go back to living primitive, uh, but you have to. You have to, or or you are going to be in the pod eating the bugs in the smart cities, taking every injection that the state wants you to take. If you don't want that, you have to figure out your way out of the box. Uh, or you're going to be in the pod. Yeah, well, you have to, you have to embrace um, certain, you know, certain things and understand, like, 
Bro, I shit in a bucket for two years straight. I feel you. <laughs> you can actually use that for compost, uh, but don't—it's uh, not very legal. <laughs> but it, it does work as compost. It's called humanure. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I, I, do you have a do you have a good source of sawdust? Because that helps. And ashes. Yep, that works too. Yeah, it, uh, ashes really help to minimize the smell. Yeah. Ah. Cool. A pool noodle. There you go. I didn't. I didn't know what you said yeah. first. That makes sense. You probably get about two or three rims out of one pool noodle. Bro, bro, there might be a day where you could sell those fucking five-gallon buckets and pool noodle combos for a little bit of a premium. <laughs> yeah. Trade it for some tomatoes or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, learn home brewing. Uh, I, I really want to get into that. Uh, apparently, you can brew anything organic. So you, you could make it out of lawn clippings. If you really want to, moonshine, man, yeah. moonshine. No, no, no. You can make you can make beer out of lawn clippings. You can make al alcohol out of anything with sugars in it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we really should learn. Uh, yeast is easy. Uh, well, it depends on the yeast. It, it depends on how like hardy the yeast is but yeast is really easy to keep like the the bread yeast uh you can use that you don't have to use the cool brewer's yeast that those guys have that that are we just that are we just wait until you got to run with a with a miller light truck and then we stash it, <laughs> we stash it in an underground bunker i always you know whenever shit hits the fan i'm always thinking about like what do i have in my truck and so so what if shit hits the fan while i have this what am i gonna do you know, and uh, like one time I just had these plastic beads. No idea what to do with that shit. But, you know, a lot of times I'll have hogs or I'll have, you know, beef or ice cream or something, you know. So, one. If you have ice cream, you just need to make sure you go to Nancy Pelosi's house. Right, right, right. No, she only likes the $15 a pint ice cream. Now, this was Hilo or what, or Highland Farms or something. It's like really cheap. Yeah, my dad makes wine. You know what's yeah. what's easier than beer, truthfully, is is mead or wine of some yeah. kind. Yeah. So I was gonna say, 
I was gonna say, just on this idea of like, I don't know, maybe commandeering uh, shipments occasionally and things like that. So uh, at this self-reliance fest I went to, we talked a lot about setting up underground networks and um, almost having like a supply chain of our own and like having people with property in like different states who are willing to be sort of like transport hubs. So like this is the kind of shit that we really actually need to start working out, you know? Because when the supply chains fall apart, we need just we need our own. Yeah. Yeah. There's like right now I'm about to head over to my buddy's house for Father Day celebration. Oh, cool. Shit, is it Father's Day today? Yeah. Yeah. Should call my dad. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I called my dad earlier. Is it? Knowing these guys, literally, these are the guys you want to know if shit hits the fan. One guy has a property. One guy has tractors. Another guy has tractors. Somebody over here has chickens, like it's, they, they, they quote unquote are poor with probably $200,000 worth of trucks and uh, equipment just sitting in their, sitting in his, uh, sitting in his property. Yep, that's tangible value. That's real value. Yeah, I'm going to check it out here in a minute and rip it and put it on Odyssey. I, I, I'm afraid it might not last on YouTube very long. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the disclaimers don't keep you from getting deplatformed on YouTube. They keep you from getting sued. Yeah. The, uh, the, yeah. So that's that's how I look at that. Anyway, I'll catch you next time. Later. Is your truck back here? Yeah, but park in here. Okay. It's much safer. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't like seeing four-wheelers back there. <laughs> yeah. Just such a fucking trucker, like grumpy-ass trucker. Fucking four-wheelers back here. What are they fucking doing? What are these assholes doing? Uh, uh, is that a lot, lizard? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like, I promise you, I, I ain't that. <laughs> uh, it's always like like I'm, I'm trying to do a backing maneuver, and then a fucking car will, uh, yeah, right or a pickup way. truck yeah. will like, whiz around me, and I'm like, what? I, I am in the middle of a backing maneuver, dude. Yeah. Uh, all the rest of all the trucks know they do backing maneuvers they, they know they get it yeah, yeah yeah well it's like all motor all motorcyclists respect the other you know right when you're right. when you're driving your truck and you got motorcycle i run back i run defense for those guys when i when i'm behind them on the highway i stay behind them i keep yeah a, a wide oh bird. good good and if anybody tries to like get close you know i'll kind of run interference or whatever but yeah man good times man yeah yeah it was awesome absolutely there it is <laughs> <laughs> well um, um don't forget your food or whatever. Yeah, you want to you wanna get like a soda or something or some kind of drink in here? Well, I think I'm going to roll. I got some shit I got to do. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, you got to call your dad yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, uh, and I got podcasts to edit. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't think I said anything that un- unrepresents me, but if, you know, some of it was kind of slow or digressive. Oh, I always, so, yeah. I always uh, cut the fat out, you know. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I don't want it to be longer than it has to be. I try to make right. sure it's all... As concise as, yeah. concise as possible you know? yeah uh i i like the way you do it this is just like easy like throw it up 
and we're doing it through phones. It's not like we have any real gear or anything yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But well, I'll uh, give it a watch. Uh, I yeah. Hope, I hope the audio turns out. I'll send you the link. Please um, do. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I've got an Odyssey channel. We don't have it. It's just going up onto Makoa's personal YouTube on uh, on there. So I can send it up through the uh, send you the uh, Odyssey link. And I, I I feel just so much better about Odyssey. Yeah. It's a much better place. Anyway, hey, hey, man, yeah. really good. I'm glad, glad I'm making friends hey, on the road. Every time, man. Yeah. Hit me up every time you're here. Okay. Cool. Yeah. cool. Uh, uh, if uh, if you find yourself not having anything to do, I'll probably be here for the rest of the day. All right. Uh, yeah. I, I've got plenty. I yeah. Just, get done. just let me know, though. Yeah. I appreciate. I might that. even be here tomorrow. You got lots of time to kill. Well. Well, I don't know. It just depends on when they can get me an assignment. Yeah. So they, they could get, you know, they could get something shortly or, you know. Who knows? Yeah. Well, uh, if you're still here tomorrow, like, let me know tonight if you're sticking around another night. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I'll meet up with you. And if you know you're free for the night, we could have a beer at that point or whatever. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if I know I'm not driving the next day. or Yeah, yeah. It's more like I can do it if I'm driving. Like, I had beers yesterday. I could drive today. Yeah, yeah, Pretty yeah. fine. Yeah. But if I'm, you know, having a breakfast beer... And then I get an assignment at noon or something. I'm in trouble. Yeah, big like, time. You can't blow any, no. anything at all. I believe. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're just done for if you do that. Yeah, for sure. All right, bro. Be good. Be all safe. Right. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Talk to you later. Later. Later.